Radio Ronin Show is on the air. Wait, you did what? <laughs> like peed my pants like four days in a row. I'm, I, I well, don't... Then he wonders how he wound up in special ed. <laughs> right. But I remember my teacher one time when I went up and I'm like, I peed my pants. Can I call my mom and go home? It will dry. <laughs> <laughs> then he caught on to the scheme. I'm so glad I'm rolling for that. <laughs> Uh, oh, we're rolling? Yeah. Oh. Hi, hey, welcome to the show, everybody. It's a Radio Rotor Show Saturday morning. We're recording this, Woo-hoo. but it's actually Monday, which is weird because I woke up this morning thinking it was Monday. I did too, and we never record on Mondays. But I was, and like, I was oh. like, oh, my forced vacation is over with crap. I have to be responsible. What am I doing today? It's Saturday! <laughs> <laughs> it's the best feeling it's, ever. Yeah, it, it is until, you know, Monday rolls around and I think it's Saturday. Yeah, that's a good And oh, then Monday. I will come crashing back down to earth. <laughs> but this Saturday... Um, this Saturday, though, it's kind of nice because there's no pancakes in my belly. <laughs> no. Not Man, that, that was heaviness. a bad idea. We're never oh, doing that no. again. No more that breakfast. Was, that was a terrible, <laughs> terrible idea. Well, yeah. What were we thinking? We have so much energy now compared to that one. Yikes. Yeah. I know. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Monday morning is underway. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, the show, as as always, brought to you by RJ Concrete. Thank you, RJ Concrete, for your sponsorship. <laughs> they do sidewalks and sidewalk repairs, yeah, uneven sidewalks, that kind of stuff, pockmarked driveways. They fix all of that, and they'll remove all the old concrete for free. They also do patios. They do driveways, as I said, RV pads, uh, steps. I mean, you name it. They every pretty much everything except curbing, right, Spencer? I mean, that's, yeah, that's everything pretty, but curbing. Much what they okay. They're licensed and insured in Utah. They have over twenty years' experience in the industry. Uh, it is concrete season, so if you are looking to have any sort of concrete work done, now would be the time to hurry in uh, and check them out, and then make the call at 385-324-6166. Again, that's three two or three eight five three two four six one six six. I butchered that number. Let me give it to you one more time: three eight five three two four six one one six six RJ Concrete Solutions.com and check them out on Facebook too. Yeah, Why yeah. Not? Seriously. Um hey, you know what? We we should probably I, I think we uh oh I need to introduce everybody. Oh wow, great, yeah. I just like I hit the ground running. <laughs> so much energy. I was like, boom. It's amazing well, what I thought it was incredible when you shotgunned three Red Bulls before starting. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's, it's like I'm alive, man. <laughs> hey everybody, no. I'm Chunga. Uh, with me right there, the guy in the salmon-colored curl it's, surf it's shirt kind from... Of, it's kind of, is it pink? From downtown is it pink? Disney. Is it pink? Is it Chartreuse. Salmon? It's, it's Chartreuse. It's salmon. It's I salmon. like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Chandler's Hey-o. right there. Uh, for some reason, he's wearing a shirt he stole from the 7-Eleven. It's that Slurpee or, Day. Or it's National or, Slurpee is Day. That what, is that why you're doing this? Yeah. You're wearing a 7-Eleven smock. Either that or today. I'm just uh, getting ready for my shift after we record. Where, where did you get that? Got it from the DI a few oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, I wear it every July 11th. When I was a kid, all those years ago, when I was a, when I was a, a teenager, in my late teens, mid teens, graduating from high school, like senior, junior, senior year of high school, that was the thing to do was get a convenience store. I, I don't. I don't even know you what you call uniform? it. It's a convenience store uniform. Yeah. Convenience store shirt. Okay. They're polyester. They're brightly colored. They have a big logo. And the only real way you could get those was to steal them, because yeah. you couldn't. You couldn't work there because you were yeah. too young, right? Uh-huh. And so that was the that was a thing at Taylorsville High for a short time, which was everyone's going to wear their stolen convenience store. It was bowling <laughs> shoes. You would steal bowling shoes and convenience store uniform. No, that you, makes you, a lot of sense. You would actually yeah. wear bowling shoes like out and about? Yes. And I, wow. Super comfortable. Really? Super comfortable, yeah. Dang, I actually stole some bowling shoes like about five or ten years ago. And yeah. I should have worn those today. <laughs> that was the thing. If you could steal, uh, and then my friend Jim, 
Jim Olson, shout out to Jim Olson. One year he came uh, to school as a bowling trophy with his stolen bowling oh, shoes. Nice. So he had, he, had, uh, he had a piece of wood stuck to one shoe. So that he could and painted himself gold with his stolen bowling shoes, so he would just pose. <laughs> he could pose. That's he awesome. was a bowling trophy. That was really really funny. So uh, yeah. Anyway, um, before we get the show, yes, Spencer. We didn't introduce Spencer. Oh shit! <laughs> what is wrong with me today? It's okay. Josh cock. He does me. that. He cock blocks you every single time we do the show. I know. And he's got some sort of story. Uh, maybe we should change the order. Yeah, we should change last. the order. Do Josh last. And just do Josh last. That's what she said. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, our friend, and frankly, one of the brilliant minds behind the show, it's Spencer. I have the meats. <laughs> did you get your meats? I did. I got a you got half, your half a cow. You got half a cow. It's a lot less than you would think. But wow. it's still a lot. I mean, you sent a picture. It, it looks like it's your a full entire freezer. fridge. It's an entire fridge. It's yeah. your whole fridge. It's full that? Of, of paper wrapped yeah. meat. Yes. Yeah. When you sent that picture, I was totally expecting, like, literally a half a cow. Yeah, you yeah. said that the last time. Yeah. yeah no. That, no. that ship has sailed. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't no, I'm remember. Kidding. I'm kidding. You actually said that you, were, you thought that he was going to take I half really a cow did. and stick it in the truck. I actually yeah, thought the same thing. I really thing too. did. No, nope. yeah. they broke it down. We picked it up from the butchers. And I got, I think it was like a hundred pounds of ground beef. Wow! And it it looks, ribs it and, looks glorious. It's it really good. does. So we got some brisket coming our way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah You're you gonna do. do some of your famous stuff that you do. Oh yeah. So okay. you did. I think you did the Georgia pork last time. Let's do some brisket this next time, dude. All right. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, that would be that. awesome. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you have your beef, Spencer. I got the meat. You, I'm glad you are prepared for the winter. <laughs> Winter is coming in July. This will last until Uh, August. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's a good point. Hey, uh, we have quite a show coming up. But first, before we tell you what's happening, it's a big show, and the last show was a big show. And this is a beefy show. It's like an even bigger show today. I know. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And and what what a a way to! I just did that. That's what she said. (laughs) He just said it. Oh, Josh. I'm sorry. It's it's an internal like program for me. Like every time I hear something, even like remotely suggested <laughs> i'm going there well <laughs> he's michael scott it's okay i think josh i think your your attempt at doing that is actually pretty cool so, <laughs> so no I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it you go for it uh before we tell you what's happening on the show we want to say a very happy birthday i think we should probably do this more we have this for the longest time yeah. we had a moratorium on birthdays no birthdays we're not doing any birthdays but you know if you're if you're a patreon member and, and you're a loyal or or even a loyal listener of the show who, who happens to not be a patreon member uh, and you have a birthday shout out that needs to happen. Tell us. We'll, 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 you know, know. Unless yeah. we've got like 38 of them per show, because that's, you know, that's just silly. <laughs> um, but we want to say a very happy birthday to Travis Shields. Travis hey! Shields. Travis. Travis. Travis Shields. Happy a, birthday, uh, a super producer and a, a hell of a guy. Yeah, and, and, happy uh, birthday. That's all no. I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I know, too. Um, Travis Shields. Happy birthday. I think uh, your wife said you were 57 years old. 46. Is that what it is? Yeah, 46. 46. <laughs> 46 years old. I can't remember what Amanda said, but either way, 22 matter. years old. I don't know. Happy birthday. <laughs> Congratulations, Travis Shields. We hope uh, we hope you uh, had a great birthday and know that your radio road and buddies just love you. Yeah, so, yeah. We love you. And thanks Thank for everything you. that you do for us. Uh, so on the show today, as you are getting ready to start your work week, Here's what we're going to be talking about today on the show. We okay. have some Kathleen. So the, the, the plot has thickened with the Kathleen Kennedy stuff. 
Ooh, uh, the, the Lucasfilm yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's it, the plot has thickened. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. Uh, also, Downtown Disney, the Downtown Disney opening debacle. Ugh. We're going to give you um, it, it's uh, we're going to give you a rundown of exactly what happened. We have so many Disney people. How did they not this see show. this coming? Uh, well, I think that's we're going to discuss yeah, that actually, we, yeah. and we're going to talk about that because um, I think there are some pretty legitimate arguments to be made there uh, for exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. It's like they're Disney for hell's sakes. You guys should know better. Uh, so anyway, we'll talk about that. We've got a chunga poll, and it's a chunga poll about being a kid. And hey, so okay. it's Ooh. a you're going to you're going to go back and you're going to find in the dark recesses of your mind your inner child. Oh, so just like Chuck E. Cheese. To, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, really, that's uh, it's kind of like when you walk. What? No. So anyway, um, <clears throat> let me see what else. I'm going to tell you a story about my childhood. Oh, yes. And you can, it's Chunga. almost it's considered like a modern day biblical parable. You know, parables are really big in the Bible, right? Jesus yeah. was big on those. He loved telling parables. <laughs> So it's in the Bible. He says no, he, no, Jesus yeah. loved telling parables. Yeah. He, he, he he spoke in parables because people could understand it. What are you saying about yourself? So, yeah. oh, you saying there's a comparison there? No, no. Like a, I'm not saying that, dude. I don't want to get smoked. I'm gonna get smoked. Smitten. I don't want to be Smite, smited. Smited. Smitten. 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 No, that's when you fall in love. I'm gonna tell a parable uh, a little bit later on. Uh, Zach Bagans, our buddy Zach Bagans, yeah. is uh, is in the news this for reasons crazy. not involving the paranormal. In yes. case you haven't heard this story, I think oh. I think a lot of people have heard the story. Pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. But first, Josh went camping and survived. We all survived barely. Although I have to be honest with you, seeing the uh, seeing the 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 social media stuff, it didn't really look like camping. It looked more like squatting. Uh, That's true. Hey, hey. Like the whole family has just gone to an abandoned house. Just right up the street. It's it's not very far. It's like five minutes away from me. It's like behind the Bountiful Temple or something. Like that. No, you're like it, five minutes away yeah. from your house. You're, you're not wrong. So we went up to Hannah, Utah, which is... Where up, is Hannah? It's up in the Uentas. Uh, like, okay. How far of a River. drive is it? Uh, about two hours. Okay. So, oh, it's so not it's, like, it's I, I got the impression, seriously, that you were in like Bountiful Canyon or something. Uh, Mueller yeah. Park. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, no, does no. Bountiful have a canyon? I don't yeah, think Mueller Park. Uh, Mueller oh, Park yeah, is Mueller a Park. canyon. All right. But no, uh, we went there because we have some property that my grandpa bought like 60 years ago. And it just has kind of fallen into ruin because a lot of teenagers went and and just have just trashed the place over the years yeah a couple trees fell on top of it yeah and so we'll go up there to go camping or target shooting fishing whatever Mm -hmm. because it's right the property is right along the duchene river okay that's nice great fishing Uh uh-huh uh but we mainly went out there just to kind of survey the area uh, and because we're going to, we're going to tear down the, the farmhouse, but, um, yeah. but yeah, the camping, we actually didn't stay on the property. Uh, we, we stayed in the RV park. Like, <laughs> so they, it wasn't really camping. No, I was, I, I was so grateful to see a flushable toilet yeah. and, and I, I kind of wish that I hadn't, I didn't take like a half a bottle of Imodium before going camping <laughs> uh-huh. because I did not want to use the bathroom out in the Do wilderness. they have bathrooms up there? Well, they had the, that flushable toilet yeah. in the RV park, but oh, that was that was okay. Yeah, because oh, I hate that. I oh, <laughs> you didn't really go camping though. No, no, I, I stayed in a tent. Oh, Is well, it they, camping? They, if they, they deliver that, that's camping. camping. Yeah. yeah, then you went camping. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. but no, no, it was fun. You know, we went fishing. Uh, I helped the kids uh, do some catch and release. I almost probably killed like half of the, the fish. Yeah. That we did, did you yeah. actually catch a fish? Yeah. No, no, because no, okay. I'm not permitted. So I just kind of helped with the kids. 
Uh-huh. Wait, wait, wait. You're not permitted? No, I didn't buy a permit. Oh. oh. No, not, I thought it was like, he can't be within like 20 yards of a river or something like that. <laughs> Families banned him, just like the drill. Like, he can't use fishing poles. Uh, fishing rods. That's a... Yeah. Fishing rods, no poles. <laughs> anyway, that that's a that's a family debate. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Like I, uh, you know, we went the fishing. We we did some target shooting. Nice, nice. It was a lot of fun. You was know? it the whole family? It it was pretty much the whole family. A yeah. couple of people who who weren't able to get off, but you know, we had to leash some of the kids. Did Ben um, go? Was Ben up there? No, no. Ben didn't. Ben did not go. No, he's uh, he's traveling somewhere. Oh, shoot, is that right? Shooting, shooting his, stuff. Yeah, shooting his stuff. All right. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you survived. Right. Yeah. I'm honestly surprised you're able to get your tent up. I. Yeah. <laughs> Josh can't pitch a tent. <laughs> I'm just disappointed we don't have like any crazy Josh stories of like. We actually so, told no. Spencer to get all of this out of his system before the we show did. started. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't worked, and I'm trying not to say that's what she said. Uh, <laughs> But no, yeah, I actually didn't pitch the tent. Okay. I was that what I was not allowed to do. As, as I understood, you were trying to get everything set up, and some redneck wandered out of the woods. Yes, he did. Like Wait, the, what? Like the Unabomber, the Unabomber yeah. wandered out of the woods, and he's like, like, "I missed this." You're doing it wrong, boy. <laughs> he did. Yeah, he came, and then he finished pitching the tent for us. Some random dude. Some random dude. Josh just wow. kind of got out of the way, and let, you know, he's like, "Let this mysterious wanderer from the forest set up his tent." He's like, "You're you're a city slicker, aren't you?" And I'm like, "Is there something worse than city slicker? Because if there is, that's what Josh I am." Josh is at a Yeah, homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some worse. Give me that tent pole. <laughs> Oh, man. Give me that pocket knife. Here, take this piece of wood. You can have that instead. Uh, so, uh, so Spencer got his beef. Yep. Josh went camping. Josh went camping. I survived camping. All right. And you p- pitched a tent. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. It's a cowboy did it for you. Yeah, cowboy. <laughs> cowboy pitched your tent. <laughs> I can't stay away from it either. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> all right. So, we're ready to get on with the show. You I guys think, ready I to do this? We're ready, yeah. <sighs> no, I'm not there yet. Pitch to ten. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, all right, let's uh, let's move on. Speaking of uh, people in the news, Zach Bagans, our old pal Zach Bagans, <laughs> yeah, who is actually a great guy and a very nice person, and did me a tremendous favor huh? once. And uh, it's funny they get a lot of hate. Those guys, those Ghost Adventures guys. Uh, it's unfounded hate. They're yeah. actually very, very thorough in their research. They do a very good job, but because they have slick production values in their mm-hmm. TV show, and they say "bro" a lot, they're a little broy. They, you know, it's the bro show, so they get a lot of they get a lot of pushback on the internet and stuff like that. They're actually legit. They're oh, good yeah. guys. They work very, very I, hard at what they do. I, I've talked with Zach many <clears throat> times on Twitter and Aaron, and they're both like the nicest, most genuine guys ever. And, and do you want to tell a story about how Zach? Uh, was your replacement at a, at a ghost convention? So, yeah, we were, um, I think Ben and I were actually booked to do a, a, a peer at, it's similar to a Comic-Con, but uh-huh. it's for the paranormal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't make a big deal about this. I don't talk about it a lot. Ben doesn't even talk about it a no. lot. But in the paranormal world, you know, Ben Hansen, Chunga, we're... we're a, Pretty big names. We get a lot of buzz. Yeah. Okay, let's put it that way. There's a lot of talk. And uh, we were booked for a show in Vegas, a paranormal convention in Vegas. And uh, there was something I don't I can't remember what happened, but I couldn't be there. I was I, there was some sort of conflict. Yeah. I think it was a DJ gig or something. I think like it that. was a, it was a tour that came up or something, something that, in Miami that I was yeah. contractually obligated to before. And there was some sort of snafu. I, oh, the paranormal convention had to move the date 
of their events. Oh, that's right. And yeah, I was yeah. trying to get out of it. I was, I was trying to make um, it. Yeah, I was trying to make it so that I could do both the tour and I could do this event and and maybe take a day off from the tour or whatever. It ended up not happening. And Zach Bagan stepped in and said, "Hey, I'll I'll help you out and I'll go do it." Which was like, I'm never going to be seen at this show again. <laughs> so <laughs> because people Zach, expecting Zach, Zach showed up and Zach comes walking in the door like, "Hey guys!" And it like, was chaos. He's yeah. like, "Hey everybody, my name is Zach Bagans," and it was like Elvis had walked into yeah. the building. And he's he's genuinely. I'm in for Chunga, <laughs> be like, who? Zach Bagans is here. He's such a humble guy. It's, it's pretty. He's, he's a great, really he's a great he's a guy. Dude, yeah. And uh, and I can't say enough good things about. He's a he's a good dude. Yeah. Um. Zach is in the news because I guess he was filming something, doing some sort of Ghost Adventures episode at the Joe Exotic Zoo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, oh. they were filming at. And, and there's no report of it being an official Ghost Adventures. They haven't come out and said that. But it, the production, there was a production with Zach Bagans at you know Joe Exotic Zoo, and they had to shut it down because they found human remains in one of the alligator pits. And now it's like an, on, an ongoing investigation. But with there's police. a ton we don't know, man. No, we don't know. There's, if it's, you know, there's Carol. Some, we, who we knows? Know. Well, Carol did just win the zoo in a court case. She did. So it's technically her zoo. Well, but at the look, same time, this, yeah. this is crazy. First of all, this I is know crazy. it's nuts. I'm seeing people on the internet going, "That damn Carol Baskins. That's where her husband is." And blah blah blah. This is Joe Exotic's zoo. Uh-huh. It's not Carol Baskins' zoo. Her and husband died decades ago. Like Twenty just, years ago. Yeah. Yeah. She just barely, barely. I think a week or two ago, yeah. took possession of the property. Uh-huh. The other guy who ripped off Joe Exotic had to vacate the property. I think two weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Why Zach was there, we don't know. Maybe yeah. it was his production company and they were doing something that had nothing to do with the paranormal. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, but-, <laughs> but while he was there, there was some sort of a ve- an actual law enforcement investigation taking place at the same time. Why, why were they filming in the middle of an actual law enforcement investigation to begin with? I don't know. Did Zach Bagans bring in a former police dog? to search for human remains as part of the show. Mm-hmm. And they found something? And oh, the dog caught, got a hit. Caught, so yeah, the dog got a hit, yeah. and so then they had to call in authorities. That's what I'm thinking happened. Oh, that's what I'm thinking, too. Is he probably contracted a, or called on his own? Because you can't mm-hmm. do this with police departments. Just say, hey, I'm I'm involved with a production. We would like to pay your department to come out and aid us in our own investigation, and police departments will do that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. I'm thinking that's what happened, and then they got a hit on the crocodile pond, and they had to shut down the production because they said there's a dead guy in the crocodile. There's pond. remains, you know, yeah. I wonder if it's just between like getting it reopened and things like that. He wanted to film a special episode. Yeah. And due to the previous owners, hey, we should probably get people in here to make sure that it's good to go. You know, maybe oh, that like, could have been it too. Yeah. So let's just make sure there's no drugs or anything stashed around here while we're doing production, so that we aren't Don't hit with anything. Don't stumble upon anything. Yeah. yeah. Here they are. This just this yeah. just gets crazier and crazier. Yeah. So everyone's like, everyone's thinking it's Carol's dead husband, which I don't think it is at all. No. And, and this is just breaking. Uh, there's no as, meat like, on those bones. It hasn't. Even, the report hasn't even been out for like 24 hours, so we don't know the whole thing. But man, this is 2020 is weird. It's a missing husband. So, or is it, what about the lady who lost her arm? Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking. Uh, Could it be her arm? Well, th- there was all that stuff in that documentary, right? Where they were just getting meat wherever they could, could get meat. They were going to Walmart and they were getting like expired meat. Uh-huh. And some of the some of the zoo workers were taking the expired meat. And the the expired meat that the zoo workers didn't want went to the animals. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, the, the consp- I'll put on my tinfoil hat and go, well, did they just throw that lady's arm to the to the Crocs? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. We got to feed these cats, man. Uh, we got to feed these crocs. We got to <laughs> feed these animals. 
<laughs> Nothing's going to happen. Whatever. Where's the pocket knife? Get yeah. out the old timer and let's get and that thing to it. the Crocs. <laughs> I sure. Or is it, uh, or, or did they, uh, is it worse? I think you know? it's worse because they, they, they talked like, about that lady. She was going to try and put her arm back on and, and, and via surgery and stuff like that. So I don't think it's her, but I think Joe Exotic was much worse than I have this thing in my, I have this thing in my head. Of a an uh, like an unmarked van driving around the the mean streets of Oklahoma looking for those poor downtrodden folks with a bottle of gin sitting next to a garbage can oh. and you see two people come out and throw a bag over their head and throw them in the van <laughs> two messed up redneck cultists yeah. yes and uh, and they throw them in the van and then they wind up as crock food I have all kinds oh of different like you know they're what? feeding those animals <laughs> any way they can you say that but having watched that whole documentary. Right? That's not that too far fetched. No, that's no. that's what I'm saying. I didn't even watch the whole thing, and that's what I'm saying. Uh, I don't know because people are like, "Well, this is that's where Carol Baskin she moved her husband, and she threw him in the crock pond on the new property." Nah, uh, no, no, I, I, I don't, don't think, think so. it has anything to do with Carol Baskins at all. I think it has everything to do with Joe Exotic, and I think he was feeding his animals dead people. Either yeah, that he was buying uh, scientific remains, or he was doing something, something like yeah. that. I'm telling you, it's one of his missing husbands, like the the fourth missing husband, or is something. there a missing husband? No, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised. Or maybe the, like <laughs> yeah. that happened before the documentary took Could've, place. Yeah. Could yeah. yeah, the plot. It, it'll be so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens. I'm I'm all the way not interested in Tiger King at all. Uh, um, Josh was frankly way interested in Tiger King long after everyone else had moved on. Yeah, uh, we got to talk which, about his tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, I, I I don't want to talk about this anymore. But who knows? Maybe we can run down Zach and see if we can. I just love that out of everyone, Zach is the dude involved now. Yeah, that guy's like a five time lotto winner. <laughs> the Demon House, now the this. Dybbuk box, the this. Dybbuk box. This guy is like <laughs> the man at keeping himself in the public eye. I'm pretty uh, sure he opened it to start 2020. Uh, Zach <laughs> opened the Dybbuk, the Dybbuk box. <laughs> it's his fault. Uh, man, that's, so that's, weird. that's just crazy. I'm, I'm really excited to see how it all plays out. Though. Yeah. Oh, to see too. what ends up happening. Well, we'll keep the you guys posted, remains. but yeah. It's so, I, and how do you even tell? So is it in the croc? Was the human remains in the croc or was it in the pond? I don't know. They said it was in the alligator pit. That's okay. all they said. That's, that's so all that, it could hmm. be in an alligator. It could be just in the dirt. Who knows? But okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, super weird. Uh, All right, so we need to thank some super producers. Yeah, we do. These are the guys uh, that have contributed to Patreon at above $20 a month. They're official producers of the show, which means they send us content if there are things that they want to uh, talk about. Yeah, yeah, they send us headlines for Headline D&D. There are a lot of contributions that take place with our producers. Uh, I think you'd be surprised to see how much these guys contribute. And we're damn grateful to each yeah. and every one of you. So uh, the Radio Ronin Show is produced in part by... At 2020, Stacy Schreiber, Blissful Shores, Etsy Shop with Ren, Ren and Cambria. All oh, those guys are awesome. We yeah. love those guys. Ben Booth, the Badger Man, the Warrior Within pa- Podcast with Sensei KP. That's actually out. <laughs> oh, he has a parenthesis. Actually out. I love that. Tomas and Travis Gustafson. At 2021, Josh Burr. At 2025, Georgianne Tate. At 2199, Doug Smith. At 2222, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock. Oh, wow. What? <laughs> that was great. Princess that, what? Consuela Banana Hammock. Consuela Banana Hammock. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, just, I just have to pause here for one second. I, uh-huh. for, I forgot. Uh-huh. Um, this show will not be dedicated to Stephen Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Ross is apparently, we've, we've dedicated the show to him a couple of times uh-huh. in the past two months. Uh, I don't know why. We don't keep track of the dedications. Uh-huh. 
Well, I, we never, we never do. No, no. Never have. If no. you get a double dedication, that's just awesome. But, but Stephen Ross's wife actually outed him and said, "You guys keep dedicating shows to him. <laughs> Why? Because." Is he, is he like paying you secret money? Oh my <laughs> gosh, really? No, she didn't, she didn't okay. say that at all. But she was just like, hey, I just thought I'd let you know you guys keep dedicating shows to him. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. love you, Steven. I just like the cut of his jib. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah. At 2277, Denise Godzilla, Honseka. At 2314, Joel Jenkins. At 2345, Jerem Living in Brazil, Thurston. Woo. Stop! Oh. <clears throat> this show, my friends... Is dedicated to Jerem living in there Brazil. Thurston. Who is visiting you Utah He's right in now? He's in Utah right yeah. now. Jerem Thurston. Woo! We love you, man. Yeah. This show is dedicated to you. Round of applause. There it goes. At twenty three forty five, Amy B. At twenty three ninety eight, Denver Robbins. At twenty four sixty eight, Jordan Rexick. At twenty five dollars, we have Charles Shagney, Amanda, and Travis Shields. Happy birthday! Happy Yay! birthday, Travis Shields. Krista Windsor, Marissa, and Megan the Johnson girls. Shane K. Daniels Jr., Doctor Gill, the Tire Factory Point S Tire and Auto Service in American Fork. There we go. Ooh, that's good. Ian Daisley, addict athlete, and the New Day podcast. Nice, 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 nice. At, yeah, thank you, Ian da- Daisley. Thank you, addict athlete. Thank you, New Day. Thank podcast. you, everybody. Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, at 2501, Natalie and Dennis Gaunt. Woo! At yep. 2577, Sandy Rozier. At $27, Jonathan Vascar. <laughs> at 2813, Jolene and Grant Jones. At $30, Jordy Carroll and Marta Lords. Yes. Marta! Hey, Marta, we got to get you your baby baby Yoda stuff. Yeah, we do. Oh, Actually, yeah. we will find a, a way this week to get you your stuff, Marta. Yeah, we she was going to come to the t-shirt meetup, which is not hap- which did not happen. Yeah. Did not. Uh, so, Marta, we will, uh, we'll get you squared away. At $35.36, Darren Phillips. At $35.55, Dr. Steve McKiff of McKiff Dental. Wait, there is goes. he going to get mad at me for nope. saying 55? No, 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 you, no, you, you, you didn't get it. All right, you're good. Just <laughs> being extra cautious. At thirty nine ninety eight, Jaron Cahoon. Yeah, thank you, Jaron Cahoon. Hey, that's a great list. That's awesome. That's Those are some amazing people right there. Oh, that was yeah. great. And yeah. we're damn grateful to each and every one of you. By the way, the show is also brought to you by JJ's Ice Cream. The Ronin 4-Pack is available, and people are buying it up in mass quantities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh you gosh, go to JJsIceCream.com. That's J-J-S. There's no apostrophe. JJsIceCream.com. You order the Ronin 4-Pack or any of the other stuff that they have available there. They've got a, an ice cream for charity. They also have the Mormon 4-Pack. They've got a lot of different options mm-hmm. for you there, but you're buying the Mormon 4-Pack, right? Yes. And all you have to do is just go to jjsicecream.com and they will deliver it to your house for you. They're buying the Ronin 4-Pack. Ronin 4-Pack. What did I call it? The, the Mormon. Mormon. <laughs> did I screw up our own thing? Yeah, you did. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's well. There, it's all. It's all great ice cream, right? Such a roll. Such on a roll. Uh, I was. I mean, I was like. I was. I was in it, man. <laughs> oh, you see I, were, I don't snap. It. No, don't snap. I was there, man. I was like. I was in the zone. <laughs> They've got the charity four pack, the Mormon four pack, but you're Damn. buying the Mormon. You're buying the Mormon. Pack. Pack. <laughs> you're buying that Mormon four pack. You're buying the Ro- the Radio Ronin four pack. The there Ronin four pack. Yes. Mormon Ronin. I, I mean. And we still want your opinion. We want we want you to vote, even though I've won. Even though, uh, even though yeah, by like a mile now. I just I want to see if I can get past Chandler Bang. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a great little four pack of, a, and it's not little. They're actually huge tubs yeah. of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, they'll bring it to your house, and that cost is actually built into the ice cream. Yes, it so, is. Uh, JJ'sIceCream.com is where you want to go. You've got Chungachuro. You've got the indescribable Spencer. 
which nobody really knows what that is. <laughs> I probably would have done better with Spencer's yeast. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, I, it's <laughs> kind of hard for you to do much worse. Uh, the the uh, the the uh, indescribable Spencer Chandler has Bang. garlic, and then you have Chandler Bang, which is like an energy drink. It's it's like a sherbet, or it, a, it's fruity. It's a sherbet. It's, yeah, yeah it's it's, uh, and then you have Josh's special salad because Josh is special. Mm-hmm. And it's got M&M's and brownie bits and all Fudge kinds of stuff. And everything. Yeah. I think there's Good. treats in there. They've got like plastic spider rings. They've got everything. <laughs> They've got everything in Josh's special It's like the Mardi Gras cake. There's a baby Jesus in there. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah you look for the baby. It's like the Mardi Gras cake. Exactly. Uh, so go go to JJ'sIceCream.com. Get your Radio Ronin four pack uh, in any of the great flavors they have there. They're great dudes. And uh, we're happy to help them start their business. And they deliver to Davis County, Salt Lake County, Utah County. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay, so we still... Wow, it's a big show. It's a big show. My goodness gracious. We, we have show. We have a lot of show left to go. We're still, we still have Kathleen Kennedy stuff. We mm-hmm. still have Downtown Disney stuff uh, to talk about. We have Headline D&D coming up. But first, um, I, I, I need a little bit of help. People are asking us to talk about this. And I don't really know how to go about this because I know no matter what we say, we're going to lose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I'm okay. going to approach this because there are so many people that are asking us to talk about this. I'm going to approach it in a story. Oh, story oh. time with Chunga. It's story okay. time. It's story time with Chunga. Nice. I'm going to tell you a story about my youth. Oh. Gather okay. around, gather around the internet, kids. <laughs> have a seat. I have a seat. Make, make your blanket for it, and let's get ready for story time with Chunga. <laughs> I don't think you understand how the internet works. <laughs> <laughs> Gather around the internet and let's tell a story. Actually, this is this is people are asking about the masks. People are saying, oh, will yeah. you guys please say something about the masks? Will you guys please say something about the masks? Uh-huh. And then on the other side of the argument, it's like, Chunga, you need to say, you need to tell people to stop wearing masks. So we're getting, we're, we're kind of stuck in the middle, right? Where we have uh, a lot of, a lot of uh, actually an overwhelming amount of people in our audience that are like, will you please put on your masks, people? Mm-hmm. And then we have a smaller group of people that, um, that are like these never masker. I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of, uh, what sort of branded type they have. I've heard a lot of different things. And, and I, we've been kind of largely agnostic to this. We haven't really, you know, we were for the quarantine. We were for the lockdown under certain conditions, which were not met, which did not happen. And if they, it wasn't going to happen that way, then I felt there should have been no quarantine. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of right in the middle. Yeah. <clears throat> so I feel like the best way to do this, to approach this is uh, in the form of a story, as I've said. You know, church, the, the the LDS church leadership is now coming out and saying stuff like, hey, you need to wear masks. Yeah. Governor Herbert has come out again and saying, hey, wearing masks is a good idea, but I'm but I'm pretty spineless, so don't wear masks if you don't want to. I think that was word for word what he said. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much, that's pretty much what it is. I don't know what Herbert's issue is. He's acting like it's an election year when Spencer Cox just won, and well, I, you know, yeah. let's be honest, it's Utah. That, that yeah. was the hard election. The yeah. next one's going to be a cakewalk right so i don't know what the problem is um i I don't want to be labor everybody knows what's going on with the masks some people uh are very much they really don't want the masks and other people do and and a lot of people do so i'm going to approach this in story form in the hopes that i can bring the two sides together i'm going to actually attempt to do something that i think ronald reagan himself the great unifier would not have been able to do 
I'm oh going boy. to try and unify the non-masked people and the masked people. That's what I hope to do here <laughs> with, with a story. Okay, so when I was a young man, as is oftentimes the case, you have great-grandparents, right? Are your, are your great-grandparents still with us? No. No, no my, my, yeah. mine died about like 10 years ago at 103. Yeah, Chandler's 103, wow. Yeah. She ate a bad McFish sandwich. Well, that's what did it? Yeah, that's what did it. Wow. Like legit. Five minutes after eating a her Mc, fish. A, a, a McFillet, a filet fish. Oh, a filet fish. Yeah. fish. She yeah. ate a filet fish. And then, yeah, she and that was, that was it. That was it. Then she went. Was it like a bone or something? Or? No, it was just, it, it just <clears throat> something. I'm something three wrong. years old, you know, something went wrong. Wow. My story sucks. <laughs> He just won up to me. That Josh, he won't even said anything. Family death. Well, look, I'm going to go back to my story here. So when I was a young man, my my great grandparents died in short order, short succession to one another. So uh, my great grandma died first, and then my great grandpa died shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. And my parents, my mom and dad, inherited a very old piano that was a family heirloom. And we were moving this piano uh, upon their death and cleaning out their house and everything. I was very sad. Uh, there was a bit of a rift in the family because other people felt they should get the piano. That's always the case, yeah. right? But they wanted us to have the piano, so we took it. <clears throat> so this very old, uh, I think it was 120 years old at the time, and this was when I was like... I don't know, eleven or twelve. Okay, so it's pretty young. It, it's it's. Uh, I was really young, but the piano was very old yeah. a long time ago. Well, it's okay. prime piano moving age in Mormon <clears throat> culture. <laughs> yes, is that a thing, Spencer? That yes, is. Oh, totally no, is. he's absolutely right. So so anyway, so we're moving the piano into our house, and we're trying to get it into uh, our basement, and we're moving the piano down a flight of stairs. Now, keep in mind, I'm like eleven or twelve years old, and I'm trying to help my dad move this piano. And as we're moving this piano, I'm within inches of, of being killed. As mm -hmm. is often the case, you know, Utah dads do this. Okay, kid, you're going to be at the bottom end I was of the stairs. Ask you were on, yeah. I'm going to hold it stable at the top end of the stairs. You take all the weight. And we're gonna, you know, so we're trying to be, we're just heaving and hoeing and sweating like crazy. And meanwhile, you know, I've got other members of the family that are there at this event as we're trying to move this in. And one of which was my weird Uncle Dale. And Uncle Dale, though a nice man, was just weird He's, okay. there's one in every family yeah, right? yeah. you know he had a dead tooth and he was just kind of wild-eyed uh -huh. and and would like tickle people when they were way too old to be tickled <laughs> you know just just kind of a weird dude uh -huh. and as we're as we're trying to move this piano and we're heaving and hoeing i've got my uncle dale trying to show my dad and i his appendix scar can you, can you believe how the size of... Do you think they needed to make an incision this big? This appendix scar is huge. As you're look at this appendix. Look at this appendix scar as we're trying to move this piano. Get a load of this. He's got his pants undone. He's shown... He's on the side of the piano on the stairs trying to show uh, us his appendix scar. On the stairs with you guys? And we're like, Dale, so can we... Will you look at this appendix scar? <laughs> the not mask people are my weird Uncle Dale. Oh, oh, that's the tie-in. That's okay. how I'm bringing this together. Okay. If you're one of these people that's saying, I refuse to wear a mask, I'm not wearing a mask, I'm not... I get it. It now is perhaps not the time. And I'll tell you why it's not the time. You, okay. Ah. You have put your stake on the top of this hill and you're saying, I am going to die on this hill. I'm a man of principle. I'm a man of rights and we should not have to wear masks if we don't want to... I don't know where it's... I think it may be coming from Rush Limbaugh. 
I think honestly, I think that's, I don't listen to Rush Limbaugh. I, I do conservative talk on KNRS from time to time. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I am familiar with the show, but I actually don't listen to it. I don't listen to Sean Hannity either. Yeah. Um, not because I don't like the shows, but just simply because I don't want to be, I don't want what I'm doing to be tainted by what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I want to be able yeah. to do my own thing. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. So that's why I don't, it's not that I, I don't like them. So I think that may be where a lot of this rhetoric is coming from. And so you have people that have put a stake in at the top of this hill saying, I'm going to die on this hill. This is a big deal. And I think it's happening because there's not enough going on in the world. And they're getting fed a lot of rhetoric from, from the right that this is all some sort of conspiracy or something yeah. else like that. And, and the truth is they may be right. This all may be some sort of big, crazy conspiracy. Coronavirus may not be real. The reason I'm saying that is because there's a ton of stuff we just don't know. Nobody really knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Nobody knows. So I look at that argument of I shouldn't have to wear a mask. And to be perfectly honest with you, it's valid. My Uncle Dale had a pretty big scar. (laughs) He He was right to be concerned. He was right. He was right. The thing was huge. It had staples and everything. It, it, there, there was. Some, I'm pretty sure they removed a kidney. <laughs> <clears throat> he was right to be worried. But it was an issue of timing. Okay. And, and so what I'm trying to say through this story is, I get what you're saying. Not mask people. I, t- I totally get it. And you may very well be right. I'm not saying you're wrong. This whole thing may be stupid. But what I think may help the not mask people is understanding this we just don't know we don't know yeah and and if you're a not mask person i want you to ask yourself this question honestly okay do you lock your door at night do you lock your car at night after all the odds of someone breaking into your home are insanely low that's true yeah the random acts of violence just random people invading your home the odds of a break-in on your house are so minuscule when you look at, at how often this actually happens it is unbelievably rare mm-hmm. that someone would break into your home but you lock your doors at night you lock your car at night because you just don't know when that moment's going to happen if somebody, if if your number comes up and somebody just, you know, you've got a tweaker that just wanders down your street and, hey, I'm going to go get me a big free jar of peanut butter out of this kitchen and they test your door, you want that door to be locked. Yeah. Well, no, my, yeah. my, my okay. mom was reading something just the other day about how blood clots could be, could be a... a what do you call it? A, a symptom? A symptom like or something that is something yeah, right. that it is a side effect of coronavirus a side effect, that you're yeah. stuck uh-huh. with. Yes, yeah, a side effect. Okay. And the thing is, is is this is a this is a novel you know virus. It's actually a novel virus. Novel <laughs> is a bankrupt computer company, but <laughs> no, it's a novel get your virus. Point. Okay. We, we get your point. But yes, we just don't know. Yes. So so the, the here's the, here's a point I'm <laughs> thank you, Josh. Oh, no, here's the, here's the point I'm trying to make with this. I'm not trying to de- I am not trying to demean anybody's argument. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the not masked people are wrong, but what I am saying is that your argument right now is probably, you know, it's an issue of timing. And the reason it's an issue of timing is just simply because if you don't know, you should probably be taking the precaution. As someone who's mm-hmm. had pneumonia three times, I'm actually class classified as high risk, I think. Mm-hmm. Josh is classified as high risk. Uh, we've said this before. Shannon has extended family members yeah. that are fighting cancer right now. If I get 
exposed, then Shannon is exposed, and then people with cancer are mm -hmm. exposed days before they even know it. Possibly. But yeah. again, there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. So I'm going to ask people. We have a ton of not mass people listening to the show. And I hear you. I believe me. I want you to please trust me as a personal favor. I want you to do two things. Trust that I understand what you're saying. And I don't necessarily disagree with you. We were the ones that were making fun of the masks early on. Yeah. Remember, we I was actually. talking about how I was going to do a whole show on a mask. And, mm -hmm. you know, we were making fun of this. I, I get your argument. I'm going to ask a personal favor. Okay. I've never done this ever on a show. For Chunga, will you please do me a favor and just wear your masks when you go out? When you go to Target, it may be stupid. You may be absolutely right. Will you please be willing and adult enough and just take the high road on this particular thing, even though you may be right? Mm -hmm. Take the high road and just say, you know what? As a personal favor to these guys who entertain us a couple of times a week, guy that said, I know personally that we love, they're asking me to do this. So when I go to Target, I'm going to put on a mask. When I go to Lowe's, I'm just going to throw a mask on. That's really all I'm asking for is a personal favor. Please put your mask on when you go to the store or when you have to go somewhere where you're going to be in close proximity to people. Yeah. yeah. Um, just for your own safety and just for everybody, just in case, because you never know when that tweaker is yeah. going to come to yeah. your house. Yeah. And, and that's the thing I want to you know say is I mean? like, yeah, is it inconvenient? Absolutely. It is. It's kind of a pain in the butt, but if there's, well, even you like, are, you're, you work, you I work in film and you are required by Utah law to have to wear a mask. And I was out yesterday hauling around hundreds of pounds of film gear in the hundred degree heat, having to wear a mask all, all day. It sucks, but you can do it. But the other thing is, is, if there's even like under 1% chance of saving someone's life because you're wearing a little piece of cloth over your face, I'm going to take that. Bingo. I, 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 don't, want it? It, I, I don't want that on me. Hey, you listen, know what I mean? you know, Chandler brings up a very good point. I know right now that there isn't a single person listening to this show. And hopefully people haven't rage quit the show because they're yeah. just so polarized on this. It's something that I honestly don't get at all. I don't understand the the politicization of this. Mm -hmm. I, it's it is it boggles my mind. I'll be honest. But whatever, people have their reasons, they have their facts and they and on either side of this any of you could be right. But the one thing that I do know for sure is that every single person listening to this show out of the thousands, tens and hundreds of thousands of people listening to this show, there's not a one of you that if you had the ability to save someone's life or prolong someone's life by putting yourself through a few seconds of inconvenience, there's not one of you that wouldn't do it. I know for a fact there's, there isn't a single person that is so callous and so insensitive that they wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ever, I know, and so I'm just asking- I think you're dead on. For yeah. the time being, as a personal favor, I'm not even gonna include Spencer and Josh and Chandler in this. This is a personal favor to me. Just wear your mask for you know for for just a little bit and, until we get more information and and just until until we can just do do me a solid on this and just wear your mask yeah and it would it would actually make me really happy if there were a few of you and I know who most of you are because I see your 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 nonstop talking about this on Facebook mm -hmm. uh, to have you say yeah you know what Chunga for you I'm gonna do this you know you're asking for a personal favor you've never done it before. Because you've asked, I'm going to do it. I'd be very grateful. And I think there's a lot of other people that would be very grateful. I'm, I'm not discounting your argument at all. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. Uh, in fact, you may very well be right. 
and everybody else may be wrong. Do I like wearing a mask walking into the Chili's? No, I feel like a complete fool. But you know what? I do it. Mm -hmm. And I do it because you never know when that tweaker is going to come to your house and see if you've got a locked door. Just as a precaution, because there is so much that we don't know. So if you would, I'd appreciate it. You have a lot of other people that are saying, hey, please do this. We'd appreciate it. I personally would appreciate it. I, I, I couldn't, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I came in contact with someone. And anytime I go out, I'm running into listeners. Anytime, every time I go out, I'm running into listeners and I am excited as hell every single time. I was at Target the other day. Oh yeah. And got stopped. And I was in a mask, a, a pair of sunglasses and a hat and still got noticed. Wow. <laughs> in Target. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it was weird because the first thing I did was I ran over to shake the guy's hand. Hey, man. And he's like, do you really want to shake? And all of a sudden he was like, whoa. Mm -hmm. And I went, oh, my oh. gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I don't want to shake your hand. It's just instinct, right? At least you didn't sneeze <clears throat> in him. I personally wouldn't. <laughs> I, I, I personally wouldn't be able to live with myself if I contracted something, then passed it to my wife, and then it went on to some people who are fighting cancer. And if a little piece yeah. of cloth can prevent that, uh, it's, it's, it's how it works. Yeah. And so to me, it, to me, it just seems like one of those things. It's like, look, your argument is valid. Okay. But don't, don't try and show us your appendix scar while we're just trying to deal with a bunch of shit we don't know and understand. Yeah. That's such a good point. Mm -hmm. Wait, oh my gosh. Will you guys do this for me? Let us know on Reddit. Will you do this for me? I For me that, personally, yeah. all I want is a, you know, just a, yeah, Chunga, you don't even have to explain yourself. I just want to post maybe on the show promo or yeah, Chunga, I'm going to do it for you. That's it. I'm with you, Chunga. That's all I'm, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Just, I know that there's a lot of people that are like, Haha, I'm not doing this. This is stupid. I mean, we've got a lot of people on our staff that are, that are doing that. But the truth is, is that again, I, I don't want to circle back around to it, but we just don't know. So please just do it for now. Okay. Yeah. Just for go. now. It's not, uh, it's not the government asking you. It's not the prophet. It's not the church. It's not, it's just Chunga asking a you friend. as a personal favor. It's just a buddy asking you to do it as a personal favor. Okay. Yeah. I love All that. Right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on. Speaking of kids stories, that, that takes us to the Chunga poll. Ooh. Oh. The okay. Chunga poll. Okay. Okay. So we got talking about this story, moving the piano, right? And as we were talking about this before the show, I was I was saying, like, I've got this story, true story about my weird Uncle Dale. And then I was thinking, I said, why the hell would my dad put me on the bottom end of the piano? I was like, <laughs> you would never do that in today's world. Uh -huh. That just wouldn't uh, happen. An 11-year-old kid. So, no and so Spencer got yeah. talking about stuff, and Josh and Chandler got talking about stuff. And then it was like, the, the topic came up of dumb stuff you used to do when you were a kid that now, which was normal back in the day, mm -hmm. that would now be completely ludicrous to do. Yeah, like super, super weird. Oh, okay. Stuff that you thought was completely okay. Yeah. So like, um, I, I already have mine that fast. I used to like steal, that fast. You have yeah, yeah. I've got mine. I've got a couple. So here's what you can do. You can go to the Chunga poll. Uh, we'll have it on Reddit. We'll have it on the radio or on a Facebook page. You can also do it on my personal Facebook page. You yep. can do it pretty much everywhere. Instagram. Okay? Yep. Uh, it's it's on Instagram. It's everywhere. So the the Chunga poll is what did you do as a kid? That is, uh, how, did, how did we word this? I think it was, what did you do as a child that you now realize is extremely weird? There we go. What did you do oh. as a child that you now realize is extremely weird? And so basically the question is, what did you think was normal as a kid? Like eating glue. Oh, eating glue oh, would be a prime yeah. example. Or this, right? I used to steal my mom's chapstick and eat it. Like, like just yes. bites. Th that was completely Yeah, just like bites because it tasted good. <laughs> Uh, I was at okay. my great grandma's house in Holden when I was a kid, and I ate 17 apples off the lawn that had fallen off of a tree. 
17? 17 oh. apples. And I threw up for days because they're oh, obviously yeah. fermented and rotten. Oh, uh. And uh, yeah, 17 apples <laughs> off the lawn. And I thought that was completely normal. Yeah. I also used to jump off the roof of my friend Todd's house regularly. This was a like daily in, thing. Into a pool or just like onto a tramp? Or? No, onto some old couch cushions. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. How, how far of a jump was it? It's about it? three stories. Oh my gosh. And we gosh. would jump off the house. It was just a little under three stories. Gen, Gen X right there. Uh, I think I started my entre- Before the pussies took over. I'm Gen X, man. I would jump off my friend's uh, roof onto couch cushions. Wow. Huh. And I'm not talking like piles. I'm talking like one. A single couch cushion. And so I remember uh, my parents training me on like fire safety. You know, it's like, look, it may be really scary. This is how my parents found out. They're like, look, this may be really scary because if the fire is down low and you can't you know, you can't go down the stairs. You may have to jump out of your window. I'm like, I got it. <laughs> that's like, a go. what? I'm like, yeah, that's a go. They were like, what are you talking about? Well, we're, we're going to go buy some of those fire ladders. I'm like, nah, you can jump. You'll be fine. <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, I jump off Todd's roof all the time. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, oh yeah, I did it today. Like, you uh, jumped off a roof today? I'm like, yeah, about seven times. <laughs> I used to do it all the time. Oh, man. Okay. Man. That's that's like, you know, I that's mean, normal. I guess that was stupid that's, that's stupid back then, but to me it was completely normal. Like it wasn't a big deal at all. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean we would fall so far you'd have to wave your arms <laughs> to stabilize so that you could stabilize yourselves and not and not hit your face in the lawn. At least you weren't trying to fly, right? No, no. Okay, okay. No, we knew we were jumping. Okay. It was oh, badass, man. man. It was crazy. Yeah, we used to tie uh lawn garden hoses around our waist and think those would be good bungee cords. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or, my, my answer is so millennial compared to both of you guys. Well, what's yours? Mine is I was absolutely terrified of any food that was green in color as a kid. Absolutely so terrified. So you were terrified of green yeah, food? Yeah, you remember this. Like, even when we'd go and to Olive sand. Garden, I hated sand as a kid too. Yeah, that was weird. But even like going to Olive Garden, they had like a little piece of like parsley on my pasta, wouldn't eat it. Like, that was it for me. I For yep. some reason, I was a really picky eater growing up. So, I've, what, I've what, so yours is almost like a childhood fear. I wouldn't. Yeah. I did this yeah. as a kid. I hated st- it's green super weird. food. I hated green food. I'm fine now. It, it wasn't like a texture normal. thing. I just didn't like the it's color. It's just weird. It's just weird. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm having such a hard time like pinpointing something because I would. I was a weird kid. <laughs> no, no, okay. no, I mean, no, 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 Josh isn't that weird uncle. But the the one that really cut, Josh isn't <laughs> no. the weird uncle. Weird uncle Dale. <laughs> he has no scars. <laughs> you you want to see my foot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. but the one that comes to mind is uh, when I was about five or six years old, we got a new dog. Yeah. And my mom was, you know, house training, potty training this dog, mm-hmm. taking it outside and everything. Well, unbeknownst to her, she also house trained me. And Wait, what? I what the hell are you talking about? I would I ended up wanting to be just like the dog. So I would go out and I would use the bathroom in you know, on the lawn. I don't know Josh, how long you're, this you're, went on. You're pooing on the lawn? Yeah, but see, this is this is the bad this is the side with your little kid glasses and your animal shirts and go drop a deuce on the lawn. Yeah. But see, this is this is where it gets worse though. Is apparently is, is apparently I also started going around the neighborhood. Because obviously I wasn't leashed. And my And you wonder why your brother put you in the dog pen on a leash. Probably why. Uh, <laughs> but bless. So you went around and pooed in people's yards. Bless, bless my neighbor, Mr. Bangeter. 
I'm, Norm, pro- Norm Bangeter was your neighbor? No, uh, it was actually a cousin of his. But okay. Bangeter, I heard the but, uh, I, uh, I Apparently, <laughs> for a long time, I would go and poop in his lawn every morning. <laughs> and I would steal a newspaper. Every, because that's so what you're out there do. with a newspaper? Uh-huh, and then I would... I, uh, uh, yeah. And he caught me. And that was the end of that. Josh, how did your mom let you do this? I don't she, think Josh got a little supervision. See, the, there was okay, no supervision. No, see, this Josh is the thing: is he barely had I any was, vision. No. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I can't I, breathe. I was, an, so I, was, funny. I was an opportunist. So you know, my mother, whenever she would go to take a shower every morning, yep, that's when shit happened. You know, <laughs> quite literally, literally, whether it was going and pooping in the neighbor's lawn, uh, whether it was uh, putting all the goldfish in our fish tank, you know, in the toilet. Whatever it was, yeah. something happened when my mom went to shower. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, I was a weird kid. Um, I think you I'm, you I'm really take one up to all of us. I'm, I, I'm honestly, I this doesn't happen ever, and I'm honestly stunned. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that. I was I was gonna follow up with. I used to sell purified sand. It's yeah. cool. But, I would uh, I would I would cover my face in like cuts like with markers and, and act like a ninja, but nothing well, nothing I, I, beats yeah, that. Every kid does that. Nothing right? beats I mean, Josh pooping like... on a lawn. Well, <laughs> see, but the thing, yeah, I mean, I, I, have I really love I really love like Super Friends and Saturday morning cartoons, and they had like the Hanna Barbera hour, and and one of them was Yogi Bear, mm-hmm. and I loved Yogi Bear, and so I would lay down in the road hoping people would give me picnic baskets. <gasps> oh, jeez. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't totally irresponsible. I would kind of lay by the curb. Just in hopes. But just, and in, in one day my mom was like, what in the hell are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get food. Trying to get a picnic I want, basket. I want a picnic basket. That's what Yogi Bear does. And she's like, get in the house. You're never going outside again. And I and and that's, you know, wow. Ted, Ted Bundy drove past my house and laying in the road. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Yeah. Could have been that's, an unintended that's I mean, victim. That's like, yeah. So wow. what? Uh, I love this jungle ball. What is something you did as a kid that is considered extremely weird now? Okay. Okay. I'm. I'm I, I what you did as a kid. Story. I hope I'm not alone in mine. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> no, have to I be. think you're alone. I can guarantee you're alone. I can. Yeah, you're not gonna. Nobody's gonna top that, Josh. <laughs> uh, you know, I honestly, when we were first talking about this, I thought it was going to be things like I waited in line for three days so I could get Van Halen tickets. Oh, that's not weird. Because that's, that's not, not yeah. something that's you not do weird, now. Eh. But but would kids do that now? Would you wait in line for two days? I don't think they would. To, to do... No. Yeah, I mean, times have changed. I don't, I don't necessarily think that's weird, though. Yeah, probably know. not. And now that I think about it with Downtown Disney, I mean, people just did that with Downtown Disney. Oh, oh yeah. They waited... Hours you guys and see hours the, and hours. I, I did. Didn't, I didn't think about it. Yeah, they would do that Good now. Point. Can I tell you, I, I saw you post that, and I, I clicked love just because that's my reaction. When the, I see, the, the meme? When, uh-huh. Yeah, when Chunga posts something, yep. I just... I'm, I love it. Yeah. But then I actually looked at it. And you're like, oh. I was, that stuff pisses me off well it's it's okay so a couple things downtown disney just opened the rest of the park isn't open yep and uh they did a uh a, i guess an a cast member preview and it was totally mellow and then the next day which was friday they opened up yeah was it friday it was friday yeah it was yeah, open it was to the public yeah yeah so yeah. they opened up or no it's thursday sorry thursday, thursday they opened yeah. up and not every not everything in downtown disney is open but world of disney is open and I don't know, a lot of restaurants are open. Not all of them, yeah. but most of them. And people are just so anxious to have their Disney fix. 
some people flew in, some people mm -hmm. drove from, from Utah. Some people, uh, a lot of these people were just locals and there were lines of people to, to go through the temperature screening. Yeah. They've really, I've watched a lot of YouTube and I've got to tell you the theme parks, SeaWorld and, mm -hmm. and some of the parks that have opened, they've, they've been genius at, at how quickly they're able to scan people. They've got people. to stand to yeah. a science. It's, how they did that, how they got it to a science with no people is pretty awesome, yeah. but they scan you really, really quick. Well, the line to do the temperature screening went all the way through the Disney Esplanade, out across the street and down Harbor Boulevard, almost to the Garden Walk down by Catella. Holy crap. If you know, wow. if you know that area yeah. well at all, it was well over a mile yeah. that the line went for people to get in because they were a lot of these people, not all of them, but a big chunk of them were eBay resellers. Oh. So when they were finally able to get in, they had to get into a virtual queue. But what was happening is they would get into World of Disney and they'd go specifically for the Splash Mountain merchandise, the limited edition Disney Funko Pops, and the 65 year, the 65th anniversary merchandise. Yeah, I heard some of and, it was uh, Star Wars stuff because there's rumors of the, the Star Wars, the most recent trilogy going mm -hmm. away. So they're grabbing all the Ray stuff. And yeah, the stuff so all and, the stuff that uh, they think is going to be rare. Uh -huh. So they were going in and buying the lounge fly backpacks and they were buying the, uh, the mini main attraction. There's a very limited run of different Minnie Mouse stuff called Minnie's main attraction. If you don't know what it is, don't worry about it. Just know that they do a release every month and in that release, it's a limited edition set of mouse ears, a backpack, like a coffee mug, a and a, a, yeah. a Minnie Mouse plush, and some different things. Mm -hmm. And you can buy these different things as part of these packs that are released every month. And so they had some of this stuff. They haven't been doing it because the parks have been closed. So what happened was people ran in and they were buying armloads of Loungefly backpacks, armloads of Splash Mountain merchandise, mm -hmm. armloads of Funko Pops. And they were carrying out, they almost couldn't carry all the bags. And people were furious because the virtual queue that they were in was basically a day long. So you had to stand in line, uh, a line that wrapped all the way around the Esplanade, which is that area in between uh, Disneyland and Grand California, yeah. or, or uh, California, California Adventure. California Adventure. That line wrapped around the Esplanade twice just to get on the virtual queue. So then you get your pass to get into, and then you have to wait. It then was you like have to wait. Like eight, nine hours. Yeah. You're waiting eight or nine hours, and then you've got these eBay resellers going in there and buying up 80 backpacks at a stretch, or buying up 80 Brer Rabbit plushes at a stretch. Mm -hmm. Everything that they can carry. And the cast members were just overwhelmed because there was no social distancing. Nobody had their masks on. People are fighting and pushing each other out of the way. You had legitimate people in there that aren't eBay resellers that are just fans of Disney that are in there that just want to have some fun had trying to have some fun with their kids that are getting pushed aside it was madness there's they're videos all over twitter normalcy is all they were trying to do yeah well there, there's a lot of people that were just trying to get that, that sense of I'm normalcy saying. yeah mm -hmm. and they were mingled in with these ebay people and these heels and so if you go look there's videos all over twitter of just chaos yeah so the panicked disney cast members had to pull everything off the shelves the funko pop the minis main attraction yeah. all the splash mountain stuff anything that's rare basically wow. anything like a bunch of the baby yoda stuff a lot of that stuff had to be pulled off the shelves because people were buying them in bulk they were grabbing armloads, like 20 Baby Yodas, 30 Baby Yodas, uh, and then just paying full retail for them so that they can go. They want to do two things. A, they want to make them in short supply so you can't go to World of Disney and get them because a lot of that stuff comes out of China, mm -hmm. which means it's very delayed, so that they can mark it up grotesquely 
on eBay. When the lightsabers yeah. first came out of Savvy's Workshop, you had these crystals that go in the lightsabers. Yeah. And these things were so rare for a period of time. They were going for five and $600 for a little lightsaber crystal. A yellow crystal. one, which is one that I have, which is what, 20 Holy bucks inside the park? 12 bucks. 12 bucks. 12 bucks, 12 bucks. Going or maybe it's 14 dollars. Yeah. They were 12 bucks when they first came out, but I think they upped them to 14. No, 12, I think there's 12, 12 bucks. bucks. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. But the, but the thing is, is, is if you're doing this yeah. to mark it up, Yep, and you're an annual pass uh, passport holder. Yep, you can get in trouble, right? Yeah, if they if they can find that it's you, and and so imagine going in with like with the annual pass that you have, Josh. Mm -hmm. I don't know what your discount is. Every annual pass has a different discount. I know for my particular discount, it's between fifteen and twenty percent, depending on the depending store on you the go merch. to. Yeah, it's a significant discount. Yeah, mine's about ten. So okay, so you go, you take that discount, you get discounted merch, and then you go jack up the price. You've just increased your profit margin by that much simply by virtue of being an annual pass holder. Mm -hmm. So they've said, look, if we see your stuff, if we find that you're an annual pass holder, and we can tell it's you, and you're reselling stuff on eBay, we're going to pull your pass. You're yeah. not going to be, but how do you do that? I mean, you have a username. Yeah. I mean, they, how in the world are they? Really? It's a threat that they use that has it's absolutely no way. Yeah, whatsoever. obviously it's not working. So people are mad. People are absolutely furious. And so, you know, since this is kind of like we're doing the, 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 the people empowerment and up with people and let's be positive and let's try and find a way to work together. Um, I got, I got a message from Disney saying, Hey, can you put this out on your show? Just, just do us a favor and put this out on your show. And I said, sure, yeah, we'll absolutely do this. Uh, please don't buy Disney merchandise on eBay. Yeah, just, just don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. Don't buy the lightsabers. Don't buy, don't buy any Disney. You know, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I bought Disney memorabilia from like the fifties or Disney memorabilia from the sixties and seventies. I've bought that Those kind of stuff on eBay. Items. Yeah, yeah, legitimate collectors' items that have been out of circulation for years. But I've never bought anything that's in its current run from someone that is clearly a scalper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like I even just when we were it. like, we wanted the the other crystals for the Savvy's lightsabers really bad. Chandler really wanted a yellow and I'm like, lightsaber. I'm not paying. I'm not. I wouldn't no do way. it. We I'm helping do it. someone do that. this. You well, just don't so. do it. I have very, very little respect for scalpers or people like this. They're the scum of the earth. Yeah. I, I think they're pretty horrible people. To bring this myself. home, so Nintendo Switches yep. are oh. in really, really low demand. Yeah. Right now they are. Or they're in high demand high and demand. low Low inventory. Same goes for Xbox and Playstations, yeah. too, because they can't get them out of China and everybody's staying home. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't bring this up often on the show because I have a lot of respect for my little brother who is... Severely autistic. You, yeah. yeah. Do, do, do have we ever talked about that before? I think we've done it once. I think it was once. Yeah. Yes. Spencer has to kind a, of clear my name from Josh. Spencer has. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like you guys yeah. were making fun of handicapped Josh, and we're like, no, no, no. no. Spencer has a brother that's severely autistic, yeah. a younger brother who we love. We do. A great, like great honestly, guy. he's an yeah. amazing child, and he's been great. very, very good the past couple of months. So my parents promised him a Nintendo Switch, which is all he has wanted. Yeah. For months and months and months. Mm-hmm. But we can't find them because people are writing algorithms using computer programming like Python to buy Nintendo Switches as they're posted on Amazon. Like the second it's called botting. The second. Yeah. They're botting is what it's, it's called. It's called botting where bots will go in and buy them. Yeah. And, and all that money, all of those bots are routed back to one account. Yep. Holy basically. crap. Mm -hmm. yeah. So they sell out in seconds. These are This is a system that sells for $300. They're turning around and selling for five, seven hundred dollars. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've seen them more Easily, than that. Yeah. yeah, I've seen them as high as twelve hundred. So you have a child who this is all he wants is a Nintendo Switch, and he can't get one because you need to make a few extra hundred dollars. Like yeah. this is despicable. Yeah. It's, it's horrible. Wow. 
And of course, you could buy it for him. You know, I, I'll never forget the year that Chandler wanted the new Xbox. This is when the Xbox came out. Xbox 360. Yeah. The Xbox 360 hey, yep. uh, had come out, and um, I paid a hell of a lot of money. It, it was mm-hmm. thousands of dollars. So Santa could have that that thing there for Chandler in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I think, twenty three hundred dollars I paid for that Ooh, for that Xbox. Wow. Yeah, holy uh, cow! Because they were impossible. I mean, I had Chris Salisbury of Salisbury Homes. I had I had all of these different people that I knew and different sponsors of the radio station. I had probably a hundred and fifty people looking for this Xbox for Chandler when yeah, he was huh? little. Yeah, I, I was using everybody in my network. You know, to try and get this Xbox, and it was like the Turbo Man from Jingle All the Way. <laughs> it really it was. was so traumatic. Yeah. Um, and so I'm definitely one of those people that have given into scalpers in the past. But that was, I think that's a pretty, you know, that's in that scenario, I would almost say, listen, parents, if you have the means and that's the only way you can do it, then do it. Yeah. But that's not what's happening here. No. You no. know, there's there's nobody's dying for a Brer Rabbit plush that you know they're going to be paying 150 dollars for. Um, just don't buy, don't buy Disney merch. Don't buy Nintendo switches and PlayStation. Don't buy that crap on eBay. Don't yeah. support scalpers. No. Don't support these people because if there's no market for it, they, they'll have they're to do starve. They're Well, they're going to have to do what the rest of us have to do, which is go get jobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, these people, in my opinion, this is just, I don't want to get too horribly negative here, but these people are losers. Yeah. They're losers. You know, and I inconveniencing so many other people just trying to have some fun. I have ultimate respect for the entrepreneurial spirit. I have ultimate respect for people that don't want to work for the man and don't want to have a day job. I mean, look what we're doing here with Ronan. Why yeah. do you think we're doing this? We would love right. to be able to. We would love to be able to have our own thing mm-hmm. that is funded and invested in by you, the people that we can do every single day. That's my dream to be able to do that. So I get yeah. it. But yeah. these people, these people are just these people are horrible people. Well, if you look at it, the difference is we're not just grabbing something someone else made and flipping it. We're putting blood, sweat, and tears to build something new, original, and yeah. ours. And innovative. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's what's ours. being entrepreneurial. That that's what it's yeah. about. Yeah. These guys are going in, using their passport, buying up a bunch of crap so that, you know, 10-year-old Susie, who just went down to downtown Disney with her dad, can't get one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's in my opinion, it's really, really reprehensible. And so uh, Disney asked, hey, put this out on your show. I couldn't be happier to do it. Josh Spencer Chandler couldn't be happier to do it. We're asking you, please don't buy Disney merch from eBay. Don't buy your yeah. uh, brand new game consoles. Yeah. Unless eBay. under it's an extreme circumstance, like you've got somebody for Christmas that is just, it's the only thing they're asking mm-hmm. for. I get that. I mean, do what you got to do. But right now you don't need to do that. So no. just don't buy this stuff on eBay, okay? Um, yeah. Don't feed them. And not only that, it, it really, it. I'm, the bigger, the bigger fear is that there was, it was such chaos. I know that the governor of California is watching this. I know that the Disney executive leadership team is watching this and they're seeing pandemonium and they're thinking to themselves, how in the hell can we open this park? Yeah, I didn't. You know what? I would be willing to bet. This is just me. I have absolutely no backstory. I have no inside information. I would be willing to bet that the powers that be were watching that bullshit and went, we're not opening this till October. It was a test. We're not opening Disney till October. I've got a question though. How did this happen? 
Like this is Disney. I was gonna say they've got a plan for everything. Well, it's How did they not see this coming? It's self-inflicted. For I, I mean, it really is partially oh, yeah. Disney's fault. It is. And even though they asked us to do this, I think responsibility. Disney does bear some responsibility. Their e-commerce is crap. Shop mm -hmm. Disney is a terrible website. Yeah. Pretty much everything that they do in terms of IT and e-commerce outside of Disney Plus is garbage. Yeah. It's really, really bad. Which is surprising. You think it wouldn't be it's Shop Disney? Disney. They yeah. never update their merch on Shop Disney. Most of the stuff that has any value at all that people actually want you have to go to the parks to get and i'm sure the strategy is no we need we need we need people in the park we need bodies in the door we need butts in seats right so if they want this rare stuff they have to go to the park to get it and there's some logic there but you can't go into the park now so put it all online mm -hmm. not only that they need to i get this scarcity and urgency thing you know marketing tactics 101 everybody understands this scarcity and urgency that's how you generate interest you create scarcity of a product and then create urgency for it. Then everybody wants it yep. and voila, you have a They hit. jump on it quick and there you go. Yeah. Well, Disney could very easily, they, they have the means, they have the ability to create enough merchandise that it's available for everyone who wants to buy it. Or, or do an item limit. I mean, they probably yeah, knew this was going limit, to that's happen. That's another tactic. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah, you guys have to understand that people have been cooped up. This is going to be like a Black Friday-esque event. Where it's going to be insane. Okay, put a limit two lounge fly bags per per group or per person, and that stops it right there. But no, they didn't. You have you know people walking out with eighty lounge fly bags, and those are about a hundred bucks a piece, and they're just cleaning house. Holy I mean, God. it's Disney's fault for letting this happen. There's yep. a, there's a part of me that kind of wants to go onto eBay just to see how how jacked oh, up the prices are. Are they already on? It's probably about three fifty percent. You know, I don't know. I haven't gone to look. Um, I people were taking I posted a meme I didn't actually take that picture obviously I wasn't there mm -hmm. uh, but one of the Disney vloggers that I follow did take that picture people were absolutely enraged mm -hmm. people were incensed and these people didn't care I mean you had people that were just uh, I'll, I'll uh, candidly a lot of these people looked like gang members they were wearing colors they looked very rough and tumble they were in there um, they didn't look like someone that you would see with their kids at World of Disney now appearances are not everything I totally understand that but these people you know having prison tear tattoos and face tattoos and they're grabbing everything they could out of World of Disney clearly tells you you know they got 80 lounge fly backpacks loaded up in their arms they're clearly not they're a scalper. They're, they're, they're a scalper. Scalp. Yeah. And, and you know the I mean? hard thing is with like, this wouldn't happen actually inside <clears> the <throat> Disney parks because you have to pay a ticket to get inside like Disneyland. Yeah. Right? You don't have to pay to go to World of Disney. Downtown Disney's free. Anyone can go. And so that's why you have this problem. And, and Disney could have put a couple, you know, regulations in place to prevent this. And they, they didn't. They dropped yeah. the ball. This, is, this really is, Disney bears a lot of the responsibility. And, yeah. and I feel bad for the cast members because they were panicked. They didn't know what to do. They had to pull, they eventually got the order to pull stuff off shelves. And once they did, the madness abated. Everybody was, was like, normal. well, we, we, we can't sell. We can't sell this at a huge, you know, 300, 400% markup on eBay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going home. And people were mad then too. And then they, because then people that weren't reselling, they wanted to get their stuff. Now they can't buy it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So, you know, Disney, uh, obviously we want to help you, but you got to get your house in order a little bit too. This was absolutely, this was like amateur night. You know, and, and, and your Disney. It was. That's right. This you keeps know. happening Walmart. over and so, over yeah. and over again with Disney right now. Uh -huh. you know, it's it's happening like, a lot. Come on. I mean, get the, your house in order, Mickey. Yeah, come on. It's pretty bad. So here's a, here's a question for you, though. Um, with that mile long line, yep. just for downtown Disney. That was mm -hmm. just for temperature screening. Yeah. Right. That wasn't the virtual queue that was inside the wrapped around the Esplanade. Oh, gosh. Uh, with all of that. Yes. How do you think that affects uh, when they open the park? 
Well, I think it has a. I think it has a huge effect. I think it has a very negative effect. Uh, I think it's what a, I'm thinking test, too. I think anybody that, that that's that. Uh, you know, I think I said this earlier, but anybody who's watching this that is a decision maker is looking at this going, well, this was a day-long shit fight. Mm -hmm. Why did we just go through this? This is, no, absolutely not. We're yeah. not opening the parks until we can get some sort of better processes in line to prevent the resellers from coming in. Uh, and and the, the best thing to do, in my opinion, is flood the market. You know, you can spend, how much does it cost you when you're making stuff in bulk uh, in Indonesia or wherever, you know, you're making these Br'er Rabbit dolls or whatever. How much does it cost you to make, you know, a couple thousand extra? Honestly, mm -hmm. not much. Undercut the scalpers. Next. You know how easy it would be to put it on their site? Oh, yeah. We're talking not yeah. even 10 minutes. Well, that's minutes what I'm saying. Yeah. Shop Disney, you can go to Shop Disney and you can just buy these Mickey ears that everybody wants at just their price. There's no need. There's no yeah, need no. for the you don't have to go to eBay to well, do that. And even if, like, if the park's open, they're going to be at capacity. There, there was no capacity for downtown Disney. It was like normally there, there was capacity for, for, for stores. The stores, but yeah. everyone else could just come right in. And if they were to, if, you know, I don't know if they did a reservation system or something along the lines to kind of prevent just the absolute chaos that happened, uh -huh. that might have helped. But I mean, Disney's in a tough spot. I get it. It, yeah. it was just kind of a shit. Well, show I mean, I, I guess I guess it's pretty good though that they're not opening this this week. Because oh, no. they obviously are not prepared. Not no, the, key, the key thing is, is that, you know, as of the airing of this podcast, it's Monday morning. Who knows what the subsequent days were like if True. they were able to mm -hmm. get it under control. But, man, it sure seemed like, well, you guys didn't see this coming? Yeah. Well, you guys really did not see did this not? coming. And one other thing, too, is Disney World's open. Disney World, the actual park, is open, and it's going great. Yeah, they've yeah, got all the largely empty. Largely people are being empty. very people careful. Being, you know, everyone is wearing their masks properly, and if you're not, you have a cast member that tells you to lift your mask up if it's not covering your nose. It's going great. So I don't know why Disney World's doing so good, and the Disneyland's well, just I, a nightmare. Well, I do. Ch you know, Chandler and I were talking about this. I think the smarter thing that they should have done was the exact opposite of what they did, uh -huh. which is don't open downtown Disney. There's no difference between opening downtown Disney and opening the parks. That logic is just messed up. That's a no. great point. Downtown yeah. Disney is yeah. much smaller. It's more congested. And you just put thousands and thousands of people in that location. With no reservations. With no reservations. Yeah. Open up the parks. Keep all that merchandise that's limited edition inside the parks where you have to use your, you your annual ticket. pass. Yeah. Or you have to have a ticket to get in. And, Bingo. And, and, yeah. get it, and, and there you go. Problem and then limit, limit the amount of purchases that you get. Either that or just put it all on Shop Disney and you don't have this problem. So, You know what? It's, it's, yeah. like, it's like I ought to be running the place. Honestly. You know right? what I'm saying? The thing is, like, I just don't get why it's not on Shop Disney right now. It like should you, be. As soon as things open up 100%. Great, put it back to park exclusive. Uh, I think yeah, that's or, even the, or, the best idea out of all of them, to be or honest. Even for like the annual pass holders, like, hey, we're sorry that you you can't go to the parks, and here's your discount on Shop Disney. Yeah, could, yeah. Just, like, I, I really wish they would Shop do Disney. that. Or, and it's like, hey, yeah. you're paying a ton of money. We're sorry. Here's Again, a it comes down to that PR thing that we were talking about at the beginning of the show. We're not penalizing the the duration of your annual passport, but we'll still give you your discount if you want to keep buying merch. It makes people happy, and it stops the scalpers. And it's that good fast. PR. Yeah, you know. I don't get uh, it. Anyway, it's 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 bad all the way around. So listen, we we've got we're still talking about Kathleen Kennedy, and we've got headline D and D. It's super super beef show. Ooh, it's a big show. Yeah. We need to thank the goblins here. Yeah, we do. So huge thank you to uh, all these guys are donating uh, over 50 or more a month. Yeah, minimum of 50 minimum. bucks a month. We yep. love you guys. So Taylor Casper, Greg's Guide to New Music Podcast, Philip Johnson, Guy Stones, Chan the Prince of Goblins, Summer and Brian Thatcher, Mike and Angela Wilding, Cindy Queen of Bash, best-selling author Joanna Reeder, Jerisi Pissi and Nicoletti Spaghetti, Anya, Jessica Terry, Lord and Lady Snarfingham, 
Natalie Taylor, Cam and Alexa Bingham, Jennifer Grant, the Easton Sisters, which is Liz and Steph, Nolan O'Shanigan, the Golden Voice, Ken Kruger, Sean Big Boy Peterson, Brian Miller, Chef Shammy himself, Fresh Turn Butter, Butter. Lane Hilton. Now well, we're getting into our super goblins here. Yeah, yeah. The Lane American Hilton badass Lane Hilton. At $51.50. Woo-woo. At 5151, Matthew Cronkite. At $55 a month, we have David Kelly, our newest goblin. So yeah, thank, thank you, David. David. David Kelly. These goblins, uh, thank you to every one of all of you. I know. Thank you so much. This is so cool. Uh, at $55 a month, also we have not Bishop Shannon, but first Counselor Shannon and Ian Newland of the New Day Podcast. Yeah. Um, At $70 a month, we have Ryan Westwood of RJ Concrete. Thank you so much. At $100 a month, we have Just a Girl Jean and John F. Kennedy. Yeah, $100 bucks a month, month. each of you. Thank you to both of you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. $100 a month. Wow. And then at $150 a month, we have the evil twin, Angela. And at an undisclosed amount, he he won't tell us. Castle. Yeah. So, well, he we know. We know. We, he doesn't he want us telling tell people. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank Castle. you, Castle. Um, all right. So the plot has thickened. Ooh, <laughs> let me start. Let me start. <laughs> I'm, kind start. Of, I'm kind of, I'm honestly surprised. When we broke this story, I thought that people would rejoice, and they largely did. But yeah. I was, I found it interesting. I was honestly surprised that there were several that were not happy with this news. Yeah. There yeah. were several that were, were like, oh, that was so... What they were doing was so, I mean, it was just so sexist the way they were doing this against Kathleen Kennedy. And it was just so, you know, her agenda, they, they, they didn't kick her out because of her agenda. They kicked her out because she couldn't tell a good story. And I thought we were pretty clear at explaining, no, the problem that Kathleen Kennedy has and her exclusively female senior staff is that they can't separate story from agenda. I thought that was, uh, I thought, I, I guess we yeah. didn't make that very clear. No, agenda is not a story. Like if you um, have a story to tell, like, yeah. so I want to clarify a couple of things that I think we may have, have not, you know, in case you haven't heard that episode, uh, the rumor, there's a, a, a pretty substantial rumor floating around that Kathleen Kennedy, who is the head of Lucasfilm, um, is out they're they're fired they're removing her yeah there was a civil war and she lost it they're not renewing her contract there's been a civil war yeah they're there so you is she fired well technically no they're just not re-upping her contract has come to an end thank you very much you're out the door we're not we're not renewing with you um is basically what they say in the corporate world and as part of this they are taking the most recent sequel trilogy the force awakens the last jedi and the rise of skywalker and they're throwing them all out Mm-hmm. They're basically decanonizing them, is what they say. They are no longer part of the official Skywalker storyline. Am I getting this right, Spencer? Yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah, yeah, getting that right. So, uh, so what does that mean? Well, it means a couple of things. You know, there there have been stories in film franchises that are not part of the canon timeline. Um, there, there are uh, you know, there's Never Say Never Again from James Bond. Yeah. Which came out in the 80s. It had Sean Connery as James Bond. It had a Bond villain. It was James Bond. But it's not considered canon as part of the James Bond... Timeline. Timeline. Yeah. Well, and okay. it's just like all the Star Wars books prior to Disney purchasing Star Wars. And a lot Wars. of comics, too. And a lot of comics. Some video games, too. It's like, <clears> hey, it's a, it's, it's a story. Doesn't mean it fits within that timeline. It's a Star it's Wars story, Star Wars. but it's not part of the official canon. Yeah. Marvel mm-hmm. does okay. this. DC does this. It's it's a pretty common thing nowadays. It, it, it happens. And yeah. so what they're saying is that they are going to, they want to make future Star Wars films. They have basically come to the realization Star Wars is dead. 
while The Force Awakens uh, provided uh, over $2 billion in revenue, uh, The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker did um, much, much worse. They underperformed. Yeah. Less than half of what way underperformed. And the real problem is that in streams and rentals and movie purchases and things like that, they're nowhere. They, they don't exist. They're just e- not there. Even the original trilogy is down in numbers. The original trilogy has been damaged. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Because of these movies. And so they're like, we have a real problem here. Star Wars is dead. Galaxy's Edge isn't working the way we want it to work. Uh, they're, whatever research they're doing, the people are just not liking the characters. They're not relating to the characters. Mm-hmm. They don't mean as much as the original characters. And so they've basically said, look, we need to remove these these three movies. And that's the Lucasfilm Civil War. So last episode, we we got this breaking news after we ended the show. Chandler and I came up and we did another, I don't know. A little 30-minute uh, insert. Uh, yeah, just 30-minute insert where we went through the whole thing. And we actually had people that were just like, well, that is just unbelievable. That is so sexist and so on and so forth. And the truth is this. they The rumored truth, I should say, is this, that... The Disney executives had sat Kathleen Kennedy down and her executive team numerous times and said, enough with the agenda stuff. If we're going to do agenda movies, that's fine. If you want to make an agenda movie, you've got to do it outside of this timeline because this this has already been set. So you just need to tell a good story and you need to keep your virtue signaling and all of your your agenda political stuff. It's all got to come out because people are pushing back against it so hard. It's damaging the franchise. And it was largely met with defiance, which is, no, we're not going to do that. mm -hmm. This is, you need to let me run Lucasfilm how I'm going to run Lucasfilm and you need to stay out of the way. The one thing you never do when you're dealing with Disney or a franchise that they own is damage the brand. No. Mm -hmm. That is the worst thing. (laughs) No. Um, I've worked with them for a long time. And even at the pissant level, which is what I was at, they made it very clear you don't do that. So... Uh, enter John Favreau. The Mandalorian is going. Uh, does very very well. Dave Filoni with Clone Wars and with Rebels, the animated and series, Mandalorian and, as well. and, 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 yeah. and and involved with Mandalorian. Then they bring in Bryce Dallas Howard, and they bring in several other, both male and female directors, all Waitiki. of which, re- yeah, um, uh, Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi, Taika Waititi. Anyway, he uh, <laughs> he know. was in there, and there's this. The, basically, you have almost like this rat pack of Star Wars people that are all huge Star Wars fans. They yeah. were handpicked by either George Lucas or John Favreau. They're all huge, huge, huge Star Wars fans, and the fans love them. And they created the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian is a smash hit, and they're mm-hmm. looking at this, going, "Okay." We have the most successful film in franchise or the film franchise in the history of cinema that has been destroyed by Kathleen Kennedy. And we have these other guys over here that are just killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they doing? Well, we're not pushing agendas. We're not pushing this. We don't have virtue signaling all through this. We're telling Star See, I was Wars say, stories. You know what they're doing? They're telling a good story. We're not, yeah, we're that's not, what they're doing. We're not trolling and stirring the pot and saying things that are divisive. Like the force is female. You know, which really rubbed a lot of people the wrong mm. way. Or if you don't um, like it, then you must be sexist. Yeah, if you yeah, don't like it, then one. you're then you're a sexist middle aged man. Which when was it a bad thing to be a middle aged man? First of all, when 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 did that become a dirty word? Yeah. I don't understand that. And how is that okay to say that yeah. when when That's it's not just okay to say sexist. Yeah. it's just every bit as bad. So there was all this stuff that they were looking at, and they called Kathleen Kennedy in, and they said, "Hey, this has to stop. You need to fix this." She said, "No." And she started moving forward with Kenobi. She started moving forward with High Republic and a lot of these other stories. And Bob Chapek 
who um, is Iger's replacement and who is apparently not as far left as we thought he was, came in and said, hey, enough. That's enough. Hmm. These are all scrapped. I'm putting a stop on all of these. Well, and it's a good thing he did because you cannot screw up Kenobi. No. no, like no, if you screw part of that, that one up, yeah. that's going to kill Here's the brand the, for sure. So, it's Star Wars. You can't screw any of it so up. So the rumor is, yeah, the rumor is, is that it wasn't actually Iger. It was actually Bob Chapek that put the brakes on everything and said, we're not moving forward until we figure out your fate, whether you're staying or whether you're not. But you're not pushing forward on any of these things. And that was that's what touched off the Civil War, because now you have Chapek who's interested in and Dave Filoni and John Favreau and blah, 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 blah. So this is what we talked about in the last episode, if you haven't heard it. I'm telling you all this just to update those of you who haven't heard it so that you have some context. Well, now the new rumor is, is that this civil war actually goes back more than a year and it's only coming to light right now. In mm-hmm. fact, um, there was one person that said, and this is a credible leaker. This isn't the Doomcock guy who is actually quite credible. Yeah. This is a female leaker who is uh, on camera herself She's very upfront about the fact, hey, I take all this information and and her record is, I think, perfect. And she's saying, oh, no, 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 no. What they're saying, the Civil War is real. Um, Kathleen Kennedy was uh, actually banned from the set of The Mandalorian. Yeah. Wow. She was not allowed yeah. to go so to this The Mandalorian. Is, this is a production she is in charge of uh-huh. and was she's not, not allowed. allowed on set. I think that it's season two, right? The season one that, two. The season one that's two. in production right now. She yep. tried to go to the set of The Mandalorian. I don't even know if it's in production. They said it's still in production. Yeah. I think they're but done production with could filming. Be, I, production I could be post, oh, like post could production be or yeah. reshoots yeah. or whatever. Okay, that makes sense. But she was not allowed on the set. So Mm-mm. it adds further validity to the fact that they are going to throw out the, the Kathleen Kennedy Star Wars movies and that they, they're they saying, no, they're not going to throw them out. They're just going to press on as though they never happened. So it's yeah. a little bit different than what they're saying. They're They're... I don't know how you can throw them out and then press on with new stories, though they never happened, because that, in effect, what you're doing is you're throwing them out. Yeah, well, with, if yeah. you do that, with so, the weird alternate universe thing that's in the Rebels timeline, which is a cartoon that is canon. Yeah. They be like, oh yeah, this happened, but we're just kind of redoing it this way, and it's still not thrown well, out. You but can it's, totally do it and still have it, it be still canon. Works. Yeah. But there's a split in the timeline. Yeah, and that's how they can get around. I it. don't know. There's a there's a couple of different there's a couple of different. Um, theories afoot. The most prevalent one is the fact that they're going to throw these movies out. And it's looking more and more daily. I'm following this like, you know, I'm obsessed with this. And so I'm following it daily. It's looking more and more. There's more and more sources coming out saying, no, that is going to happen. They are throwing those movies out. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's hoping. And even if they don't, there is a way for them to bring Luke back using the world between worlds. Yeah. In Rebels. I think they're going to make it so that Luke never actually died. Yeah, that's the so thing. That, that's the thing that's really pissed everybody off is they don't like the way he died. They don't like the way that happened. They don't like the way he, his character in particular, was represented mm-hmm. in the last two films after decades of investment. I'm one of these people that's pissed about this. A lot of people are, and I think they're going to change it. I really, I think that's I the key thing that yeah. they're actually going to change. I think that's the yeah. thing that really got and killed that franchise. Is there was still a little bit of hope after the Force Awakens. That, that they would bring him back. And, that, yeah. yeah, and I'm sorry, even The Force Awakens, okay, you're going to take Luke and have him appear for 15 seconds, uh-huh. and it's a Star Wars movie after how many years? Uh, yeah, I'm not That's saying it's bad. good. It's it's a very, very weak movie, but uh-huh. there was still no, a chance hope. to course correct. And they didn't, yeah. Well, I remember the logic at the time. Well, people were mad that he didn't show up in The Force Awakens until the very end. There was talk at the time, well, they said, well, we actually had him showing up at the beginning of the movie and just laying waste to a bunch of people. 
and helping Ray out, but he the character is so overpowering and so strong, they couldn't develop the other characters. That should have been their first That's clue. That's the key. Yeah. Yeah. That it's should Luke's have been their story. first clue right there that it's Luke's story. Yeah. You, you shouldn't be focusing on these other. If you can't do that, you should know as a writer, okay, well then we have a problem not with Luke, we have a problem with the other characters. And they have to go. Yeah. And so now they're they're in a place where um, I believe, I do believe that this will end up happening. I believe Kathleen Kennedy is out. Oh, this is what I think is going to happen. I think John Favreau is going to be the head of Lucasfilm. I, I think, think the contracts are already drafted. Nothing could be better. Yeah. I, in I my opinion, he's some, people, the guy. some people out there in the uh, you know, in the universe are saying, well, no, they would they would get an impartial third party. They would bring somebody in. Uh, like a Michael Eisner or a Frank Wells type that yeah. would come in, and John Favreau would be a weapon. He wouldn't be the the head. Yeah, you know, you know what? That's fine too. Um, Honestly, John Favreau is the impartial third party. He's pretty good because you have yeah. Dave Filoni, who is George Lucas's disciple. Yep. Yeah. John Favreau is a filmmaker first and he's foremost. He's a storyteller. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a storyteller. Yeah. He understands it. He is. The third party. I think what they're going to do is, uh, I think they're bringing in George Lucas to be the chairman of the board. I think John Favreau is going to run it. I think Dave Filoni will be his right-hand man. I do think they're going to throw out those movies. I think they're going to do three more. They're going to fix it. I don't know how, because I don't know if you could get Harrison Ford back. Um, yeah. I don't really know how that's in. Yeah. Carrie Fisher is obviously another problem. Mm -hmm. But I do think they're going to bring Mark Hamill back. And I do think that they're going to write the ship. And I think those movies will make billions of dollars. It's yeah. going to be money in the I bank. I think so. Oh, I agree, too. So we'll have to we'll have to see if it actually ends up happening or not. But uh, one thing that is gaining more and more speed, again, Kathleen Kennedy is done. Her reign yeah. of terror is over. <laughs> it really, <laughs> It really is not a surprise that no. she, was, she was banned. Because, I mean, if you saw the Disney gallery... Oh yeah, they pretty much kind of like ignored her. They, like she wasn't even in the room. Her, like she was forced to be there, right? And I'm sorry if you're making this as an argument. Oh, you're sexist because you're happy she's getting thrown out. I, I would feel I'm the same happy way. She's I, I saw that. I saw that a couple I, I've of times. That. I'm going to say yeah. this. I'm happy she's being thrown out because she makes crappy stories. That's it. It has nothing to do with you know well, what sex thing. she is. I don't it, care. That's a, that's, that's make crazy. make a good movie. Yeah, that's I all I care about. Where's your die? I don't know. Are you not wearing your scrotum to today? I have a new one. No. <laughs> yeah, where's your oh, scrotum? Hold on. I found it. Find it. I found it. Ugh, thank you. It was under the table. Man. Okay, here we go. It's time for Headline D&D. &D. Okay. By the way, we'll keep you up to date on the Kathleen Kennedy stuff. Oh, you know, yeah. And the yeah, absolutely. Stuff. You ready? Wait, I've got some good stories today. You have oh, uh, oh, yeah. listeners submitted or you found them all yourself? We've, we've gotten a couple from listeners. Kind of both? Yeah. So I, I think some of the better ones segment, are from like, listeners. Of the I love this so much. Here we go. Feels like the heat kicked on in here. I know it's really it is. hot. I'm, I'm sweating. sweating. I am is that the heat that's kicked on in here? No, no, no. All no. right, here we go. All right. Is that a ten? That's a one, my friends. No. Oh. <laughs> that is a one. No. I thought that was a ten. We didn't I even explain so the rules excited. to people. I was thinking Super Show was going to keep going. If we roll oh. a one, we can't do oh. no stories. I hate that rule. No stories for you. Just one. That's what happens with headline D and D. If at any point we roll a one, it's over. First yeah, roll is a one, no headline D&D. &D. Can, can we, can we get like a headline without a story? Just one? Just a little taste? <laughs> Josh used to poop on people's lawns. Bountiful, bountiful boy. <laughs> young young special bountiful boy poops on people's lawns. While reading paper. I'm now picturing Josh in like spandex as bountiful boy. <laughs> That's a superhero. I got my superhero name. Well, I guess Bountiful that's it, boy. man. I guess that's it. That's like Damn the it. most un, un anticlimactic thing I ever. I know, right? 
Jeez. Wow. Um, all right. Well, listen, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, hope we didn't ruffle too many feathers. Hope Chunga wasn't too unchained uh, with the mask stuff. And just know it's all with love. Listen, it's all with love. I understand uh, yeah. every side. Yeah. Chunga, you haven't been unchained yet. No. No. This, was, no. this wasn't unchained at all. You, it was, I was actually very chained. You're very chained. Um, <laughs> all right. Anyway, listen, we'll, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us on this show. Thanks for joining us on Bash Music last Saturday. And uh, we'll see you Thursday for What's Happening Hot Stuff. Until then, be well. Tuesday. You said Thursday. That's when it like airs. They call, like they call in. Oh, they call on Tuesday. And it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Right. I was so dramatic, too. I was like, until then, be well. I'll cut it there. It was like, all right. We're good. All right. I'm stopping.